We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey folks, this episode of Drinks with Binks, we're chatting with two OGs in the hockey world, ESPN's Linda Cohn and Sportsnet's Christine Simpson, who have been trailblazers in the industry, helping people like myself get to do this thing that I love to do. Now, I love this episode so much. I wish that we could have chatted more. We discussed the Battle of Alberta and what that is like for American sports fans who might not know a whole lot about Calgary or Edmonton. We talk about changes or no changes that the Leafs need to make after losing another Game 7 RIP. And I asked both of them who inspired them to do what they did and decide to become sports broadcasters when there were no women to look up to when they got into the industry in the 80s and 90s. We also all agree that there needs to be more shows with women talking hockey like this one. So this ain't going anywhere anytime soon. This is Drinks with Binks. We're having a whole lot of coffee. Let's go. Binks on Ice. I'm Julie Stewart Binks. It has been a roller coaster two weeks. The last time you saw me, I was in a hotel room in Toronto. And after that, I then ended up getting COVID while covering the NHL playoffs, which was not as planned. Uh, luckily, I think I'm like fully better. Um, but hey, it's a state of mind at this point because I'm negative, I'm positive about life. And I'm very excited to continue on with our NHL playoff coverage here on Drinks With Things on Ice. And to do that, we're going to break down round two, look ahead to the Stanley Cup, everything about the playoffs and the epic careers of two women whose careers I've watched since I was a young kid, trailblazers in the industry, ESPN's Linda Cohn and Sportsnet's Christine Simpson. Women, thank you so much for joining us today. I just want to say thank you so much for everything that you have done for the sport and for women covering the sport of hockey. Uh, thank you for having us. I'm so excited not only to be with you and Thank goodness you're okay. Yeah. But the warrior, Christine, also dealing with COVID and, and she's here. So I'm just honored to be on the same stage as you two. Thanks for having me. Well, I couldn't put it any better. I mean, Linda, you are the GOAT. We usually run each other in, in arenas. It's nice to see your face. It's been a while. 
and and Julie. Sorry, I couldn't see you when you were here in Toronto, but nice to see you virtually. So cheers. So for everyone who doesn't know, we got Linda, we got Christine, we've got two women who work at national networks covering hockey on both sides of the border. And as you mentioned, you guys ran into each other many, many years ago. Uh, let's start off though with the NHL playoffs. And Linda, I'm gonna start with you. We just saw round one. Um, we got a round two coming up. What in your mind is sort of like the, the, the best story, the biggest story or the one you're most interested in as you are wearing Rangers colors right now, I know. That Listen, might be it, but. Julie and Christine knows that once a fan, always a fan. I'm not a fraud. I grew up a Rangers fan. Everybody knows it. I don't have the pom-poms out all the time. But in this case, I'm very proud of this team, you know, coming back the way they did against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes, I get it. Sidney Crosby was only there. Uh, he came back in warrior fashion in game seven. And I love Sid. Uh, he doesn't know how much I love him, but I love Sid <laughs> so much. And, uh, you know, they were not 100% the Penguins, but the Rangers still showed me something. But if you're looking big picture and from the national perspective, um, I just love the fact that five out of the eight, right? I mean, went to a game seven. Uh, that's tremendous. And then we had all those, oh, it was overtime weekend. Uh, not overtime weekend, mm -hmm. game seven weekend uh, this past weekend. And I was just, my butt was on the couch. Uh, and I had no problem. Apparently <laughs> there was some, on Sunday night, there was some, here in Southern California, <laughs> there was some lunar eclipse or something that everyone was talking about. And I'm busy watching like Calgary, Dallas. I mean, what's my problem? I didn't even know that existed. So uh, I just think the biggest uh, takeaway is the parody uh, of what we saw in the first round and how difficult it was to get to the second round. Well, the second round has a lot to live up to because I'm the same. I mean, the first round was unbelievable. Such parody, so, so many great um, games and, and just moments. Now, of course, for me, living in Toronto, I think this city oh. is still getting over the heartbreak of yet again failing to get out of the first round julie julie feels me here i know you do girl so and i was at game seven i i actually that was my like get out of jail free card after being locked up with covid so just in time for game seven i was there actually the nhl invited me i was in their box so wow. i was there as a fan just watching it and the heartbreak of seeing them not do it once again was tough that being said as the good Canadian girl that I am, I'm looking forward to the Battle of Alberta. Are you kidding me? It's been 31 years okay. since the Flames and the Oilers have, have met in the playoffs. And of course, back when they were doing it before, my brother was a member of the Edmonton Oilers, went on to win two cups there. So you might know where I'm sort of privately cheering, but boy, the Flames have had an amazing season. And so I think to me, that's the series that all of Canada is going to be most excited about. Right. And you guys said a ton of things that I want to dive into. And let's go right into the Battle of Alberta. And you mentioned it, Christine, your brother Craig won two cups with the Oilers. You know this rivalry well. You've seen it. ESPN has it on in the States. So if you were to explain this rivalry to, you know, a sports fan in the U.S., how would you describe it? Yeah, it's, it's bitter. It is bitter. I mean, it's not far between Calgary and Edmonton, but man, if you're in Alberta, your allegiances are definitely with one or the other. And just having so much history behind these two teams, I mean, their fans are ardent. And I will say, 
Toronto is not known for their loud crowds, although I will say in the first round, it's like they let a Raptor crowd into a Leaf game. They were actually really loud. It was different, yeah. It was different for some reason. But, man, when you've got in Calgary, the Sea of Red, I love these outdoor viewing parties now, too, that everybody has. Um, Oiler fans are crazy. I mean, I remember the the 2006 uh, Stanley Cup final. Um, Actually, my brother was an assistant coach for them then. Like, the building can get so incredibly loud. Like, these are true hockey fans. And with all the history that's there, just to rekindle it and for new generations to be experiencing it, I think is going to be pretty exciting. You guys bring up a great point. It's just because, hey, it's Canada. And it's like, it just goes to a different level, right? So, I mean, this is all (laughs) anyone cares about uh, in those in this province, and as, as you mentioned, Julie it's, and, and Christine, it's, it's so close. What is it, two and a half hour drive between the two? Um, and I've been to Calgary. It's one of my favorite cities in the world. I almost wanted to live there back in the late 80s after covering the Olympics back then. Uh, it was my first wow. sporting event, huge sporting event outside the States that I ever covered. Awesome. And I was ready to move there, seriously. So uh, I, it's gonna be something else. I just wanna add too, when you think of the Oilers, like back in the day, of course it was yeah. Wayne Gretzky. Connor McDavid. I mean, oh, I feel like well, in that game seven, he willed the team to win, right? And yeah. that's that killer instinct that you often talk about other teams not quite having and not understanding what it takes. I mean, that guy, he's just a highlight reel waiting to happen. So I can't wait to see what he's going to do in this round. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. the Rangers down 3-1 in the series they come back and you mentioned the benefit maybe of Crosby being out a little bit but with Panarin scoring the overtime goal in game seven it was just absolutely banana sandwich at the garden (laughs) what 
what do you what gives you hope that you think that they can go all the way if you do have that hope well i don't look big picture yet going all the way i mean i think but if you can somehow upset the carolina hurricanes who they don't match up well they don't they didn't during the yeah. regular season it was like their kryptonite uh, and kudos to Carolina because they seem to have it going on. But that was with Freddie Anderson. Hey, I love Auntie Ranta, but I got to see if Freddie Anderson is going to play here, and that could be the difference maker for Carolina. I believe in Igor. Um, that's how they got through. He played First of all, the game six in Pittsburgh he played, yeah, it wasn't about him. It was about Mika Zimbanejad and how the team pulled together, especially you know when they were down 3-2 to force the seventh game. But winning in Pittsburgh after being shelled twice in Pittsburgh really helped his development and his maturity. And uh, he handled that well thanks to goalie coach Benoit Allaire, who went after he was shelled twice in the first two games in Pittsburgh. Benoit told him, you know, hey, this is how you handle the Igor chants that are derisive from the Pens fans who just say, okay, okay, like that's my name, okay. And somehow that worked. I mean, you know, great. And so uh, he was just absolutely extraordinary in game seven. That's what he did. It was a mirror image of the regular season, giving his team a chance to win. That is why he is a Hart Trophy finalist. That is why he's going to win the Vezina. So uh, if Igor can play out of his mind, and I know that's a big if. Carolina is very, very good. We know that. They won the Metro. Mm -hmm. uh, they could win this series. I'm not going to look past that. But uh, my goodness, if they got to a conference final, that's a win. It's already a win. They're already ahead of schedule <laughs> winning a playoff series. Um, so Definitely. kudos to Gerard Gallant, Chris Drury. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Drury making those great offseason moves, getting, you know, we know the names, uh, you know, the Vetranos, the Cops, uh, Tyler Mott. I mean, guys that are like can play in the playoffs. Justin Braun, you know, these are the kind of guys that can help you advance in the postseason. Right. I mean, I put my money on um, the Rangers to win uh, just because I love betting. And I thought, hey, <laughs> let's do it. Um, There's no quit so in New York. No quit in New York. So I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Very good odds. Okay. So, Christine, if you were to pick, um, what do you think would be the best Stanley Cup matchup? Hmm. That is a very good mm. question. <laughs> well, I got to say, uh, I've, I've got to be honest, before the playoffs began, I yeah. had Colorado winning it all. Now, Me too. Uh, right? But now, yeah. all of that to say, I think I've picked them the last couple of years because I keep thinking <laughs> this is their moment. This is their chance. This is the time to do it. Um, you know, now knowing that either Calgary or Edmonton are going to be coming out of the West too, I don't know if I, I, I hate predictions. Can I start by saying I, I'm forced by gunpoint? Or you don't even have to say predictions. What do you think would be the best yes, matchup? Yes, the best like, matchup that we'll enjoy. for TV or for fans or for, or for you? What yeah, would you good question. Yeah, for fans. For fans. Well, well, I, you know, since, since Linda is part of this, Let's say Rangers, and do I still go back to Colorado, or do I say, well, let's say Rangers, Oilers. Yes, wow. I knew you were going to say that. That yes. would be best that's, for fans. Right? I mean, yeah, obviously for correct. our country. That's the correct answer. <laughs> yes. Obviously for our country <laughs> to have a Canadian team in the final would be amazing. Yes. And of course, me being me, I can't say Calgary. It has to be Edmonton. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Connor McDavid versus the Rangers. Yeah. Oh, 
Amazing. Got so much talent. Hi, TV Ooh. would love that. Yeah. TV would love that. Fans would yeah, love that yeah, TV. Yeah, would love that. They got yeah. it. So that'd yeah. be great. And Sportsnet too. You guys both have it. We'd be I very happy with that. for both of you guys. We would be very um, happy with that. Okay. Good answer. Good answer, so, Christine. Good answer. Great answer. Great answer. <laughs> I think we're going to all just agree on that one right there. Um, yeah. Okay, before we get into some more of your guys' career, I just want to circle back and finish off, put on a little bow on the Leafs because I know there's been like a lot with them. There's just a lot with them. And... It's we we mourn their games having lost, and I think you have to be a sociopath if you don't like feel empathetic toward these players that right. you know they're carrying like such weight and pressure of like yep. the entire world on them. Yep. I like I like felt I like wanted to write them like I know me like it's okay like just right. because I'm an empath. I'm like, hug. Do Julie? I'll hug you. Uh, That's <laughs> normal. That's very normal. Uh, we understand that, Julie. That's a normal yeah. reaction. I was just going through a lot of quarantine, so I was like, oh, sorry, I'm going to feel my guys. Um, I feel your pain. But, okay, we'll start. Okay, so, Christine, just because you, you know, you're there, you're, you've known the Leafs forever, and first uh, in-arena host for the Leafs. Not nice. What do you think is, like, the... <laughs> What is, what do we need to change? Like what, or anything at all? Like what would be like your, what, what grade would you give them and how do they get better? I don't know if, if it's so much, um, the bodies have to change because Austin Matthews obviously had a a generational year, Mitch Marner, uh, Nylander, Tavares, all of the guys, like there was, there wasn't an obvious, well, goaltending lost it or defense lost it, or we didn't score. No, there wasn't that. And I even wondered if the guys, after their loss in Game 7, watched the Edmonton game and, and again, saw what Connor McDavid did. And who knows how far the Oilers are going to get. But that's where I say, like, he willed that team to win, in my opinion. He was like, yeah. there is no way under my watch that we're going to lose this game tonight. Yeah. I know it takes a lot of things, but I almost feel it's that killer instinct as opposed to... Mm-hmm changing of bodies i don't know that that's that's what you need to do is blow it up or even maybe tweak a little bit but i think it's more maybe they learned and i know you know the the islanders would say the same you have to sort of you know lose before you learn how to win you really need to learn what it takes to win so whether they got any of that this year I don't know. That's kind of a wishy-washy answer because I didn't give no. names of people. But no, I, no, no. I think it's worth yeah. going up. I just hope that they learn mm-hmm. from this disappointment. Uh, the one thing I'll say about Sheldon Keefe, which I can't believe he said out loud, oh. was the fact that uh, he said on the handshake line they got more respect than in recent times. I'm like, great. Well, you want a trophy for losing? I mean, what what is that about? I mean, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, yeah. what is that? Yes. I mean, what do you do? I, you bring in people, maybe, you know, add some more depth to that, for, you know, the forward group, you know, guys that are, you know, you know, the, the adjectives describe guys that like the guys like the lightning keep replenishing with. Just going back to that killer instinct, like John Cooper was quoted, who I, I love, I mean, I know you guys know what an interview always love John Cooper, but he said, you know, for those thinking, well, you know, if we lose, at least we can rest on the laurels that were two time, you know, defending cup champs. It's like, are you kidding me? Like we're not going to be satisfied with anything other than making it through this series. So maybe there's just an example of, an experienced coach who knows exactly what it takes and knows maybe yes, the right see? buttons to push. That's and it. Another 
coached who won the Calder championship with the Marlies, but has also not been at this level in a moment like this to maybe necessarily know the right things to say or the right attitude to try and instill in your players. Right. Right. Yeah. That was uh, just to put a, a button on it. I, um, I spoke with Bruce Arians about John Cooper and he said he reminded him of uh, Bill Belichick. And I was like, wow, that was like, Although not as like actually, that's not crazy, a compliment. That's not a compliment. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, John Cooper sense. has a personality. Uh, yeah. You know, he does. He does. He has a personality. Super um, interesting. He has like you know, he's a lawyer. I think he's more like Bruce. Uh, Julie, I think he's more like Bruce. You know, that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. I mean, they Personal. both won in the same year too. Yeah. So, oh, there um, you go. But he's definitely. Cal- he was like he's calm on the bench. He doesn't yell at the players. He gives them information, right. and I right. love that because that was. That's so true. So I grew up, I see you both on TV. Christine, more than Linda, because I didn't get ESPN in Canada. What an outrage. <laughs> but I saw you still on TV. We would sometimes get ESPN feeds and stuff like that. Nice. And verses, of course, as well. And a funny story is a girl that I did my master's with and went to university with. Her mom is friends with Christine. Aww. And we had coffee a long time ago when I was uh, like um, interning for free somewhere, yep. at least TV. I don't know where I was hanging around. I remember. And Christine gave me advice in the industry and, you know, I was able to look up, up to you guys and kind of see how your careers were. But for you, like who, who are some of the women and Christine, I'll start with you that you saw, if you saw any that inspired you. Yeah, I'll be completely honest. I really didn't look at women doing this and decide that I wanted to do this because they just weren't there. Julie, I'm a little like you at the beginning. We couldn't get ESPN uh, on our home TV. So I knew of Linda long before I actually got to see Linda and meet Linda and watch her do her magic. But no, I mean, I do. I, I often call myself sort of the the accidental journalist, right? Like this was not a dream of mine as a kid, as much as hockey was such a huge part of my life from the time I was born into my family. Um, But no, it never dawned on me when I was sitting at home every Saturday night with my family watching Hockey Night in Canada, that that's what I wanted to do because there wasn't anyone like me doing it. And so knowing the importance of that now, it was just more, you know, I had a very circuitous route to to get where I, I am today. But it wasn't um, a calculated plan. It just was more, you know, ending up working in hockey in various capacities and taking full advantage of the opportunities that were presented to me being in hockey. And and the quick story of me, me making my actual broadcast debut on ESPN, because at the time in 95, I was working at the Hockey Hall of Fame and was asked to take the Stanley Cup to ESPN for the day because they wanted to have it on set for the playoffs. And I'm like, sure. Phil Pritchard often would give me kind of the media uh, trips to do. I'm like, great. So here, here I am in Bristol, Connecticut and all the staff are wanting to get their pictures taken with the cup. So I'm just standing by the cup and I'm answering their questions and I'm talking about what it's like to sometimes travel with the cup. And next thing I know, Larry Christensen, who was the coordinating producer at the time is like, that's pretty cool. Some of the stuff you had to say, 
we want you to be with the cup at intermission with Steve Levy, interviewing you about what it's like to travel with the cup. Oh. Next thing I know, I'm being wheeled into a makeup chair and getting ready to make my broadcast debut on ESPN in 95, like even before I started at Sportsnet. What a story. I mean, the craziness of those things, but I just, the opportunities that presented themselves, I took full advantage. And then finally thought, oh, maybe there is something here. Christine. Working at ESPN and SportsCenter for me, you'd think that was my dream job? No, your job was my dream job. Oh. Covering hockey 24-7, okay? When I finally realized, oh, wow, Christine Simpson, she's at the arena every day. Oh. Hockey night in Canada, all the big games, every place I wanted to be. That's where Christine was. That's me awesome. in Bristol, in the studio, begging to talk more hockey. No, mm -hmm. that's not my dream job. What you were doing <laughs> was my dream job. So uh, hallelujah to you and your amazing Hall of Fame career. Oh, really? But um, I'm, with, I'm with Christine. Uh, sadly, there were no females to look up to except my mom, right? Who always said, you know, you can do whatever you want to be, you know, and all that. Um, so um, it was men. It was um, uh, men that saw something in me that gave me an opportunity. And that's all we're asking for, you know, just give me an opportunity so I can go through a wall for you. And, you know, I heard an amazing quote from a young hockey player who I interviewed uh, recently before the postseason began. Uh, Sean Dursey, 23-year-old defenseman for the LA Kings. You know, we were talking, you know, when the, when the regular season was ending and he was having, he had such an amazing year, you know, and he was not the Kings' first choice, quick story, to be brought up, okay, to the big club. There were two guys that were picked ahead of him and he proved his worth and he stayed there. And I said, it's truly amazing. I mean, what inspired you? How did you power through that? People not believing in you. And he said, you know what? You'd think I'd have the attitude of like, I'm going to prove people wrong, which I, I can relate to because that was my whole mission statement. I'm going to prove you wrong. Do you know what 23-year-old Sean Dursey said to me? He goes, no, he goes, what, what helped me get to the big club and stay there was not trying to prove people wrong, but trying to prove to the people that believed in me right. And I thought that was such a positive amazing, wow. inspirational message from a 23-year-old LA Kings defenseman. And I share that message every time I do interviews like this, or even to my kids. It's just turning a negative into a positive, not being so angry like the pit bull, but saying, you know what? I hear you, but guess what? I believe mm -hmm. in the people that you know knew what I was talking about. So no men there, uh, no women there, I, men that gave me the opportunity yeah, I wanted to go through a wall for those people because they took a chance at that time. My mm -hmm. goodness, back in the 80s, for goodness sake, to give me the opportunity. So, um, and I just love mentoring young women like Christine does, you know, women like you, Julie, who are just, you know, being you. And that's what I always say, you know, when, when young women, like, I don't, you know, I'm trying to fit a puzzle piece here. I'm trying to be like this person or this person or this person. I got caught doing that. That was the wrong way to go. Mm -hmm. So the real message is be you. That's it. Two words. Be you. Julie, you're successful at that. You have risen above that. People trying to cookie cut you into a spot. Yeah. <laughs> but you are funny. You are an uh, amazing personality. You burst through the screen. You're gorgeous. You're all of the above. Absolutely. Be you. Thank you for I'm, getting my note and my money there, Linda. Don't put there that is one no into note, no money. It is no, not true. It's, it's facts. And you and create 
things like you have. I mean, and you, you no one gave you anything. You created this. I would love to talk with you guys so much more about so many other things. And just, I mean, the stuff that you've had to go through to get to this point, but I'm so happy to see both of you thriving and just doing so well with covering hockey and ESPN and Sportsnet and continuing to find new ways of doing it too. As, as we just mentioned, you know, Christine with your show during the pandemic, being able to, to make it look like this, this, you know, it's like this, but you had the big screen and you're able to interview players and Linda, of course, within the crease and the point. And, and so we've all, you know, had to learn how to develop and change, but for you guys, you've, really gone through so much and you've helped all of us. So, I mean, just the simplest of cheers and congratulations and thank you. And I'm just so happy to see you guys continuing to just fucking do it. I love I, it. So thank no, cheers. thanks so much. I just, I, I, I just want to throw in one thing and it's just shows you, you know, time flies. So really it's not a cliche. It's fact. Enjoy the moment. I am approaching on July 1st, my 30th, year anniversary at ESPN. ESPN. Oh my God. Years on July 1st. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. And people say, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe it went so fast, you know? Well, we uh, want invites to the party, Linda, because that uh, is I absolutely mean, something to celebrate. All right, I'm coming to Toronto. Yes. Will they let me in? Uh, yes. I'll take, take 5,000 COVID tests, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I got to say too, I I love what I love too, now that there are, you know, we're used to being sort of the only one in the dressing room, the only one in the press box, but Linda, I'm sure you feel the same. How great is it now? There are so many amazing amazing. women in hockey that it just brings me such joy. And I also feel there's such a sisterhood that comes with that, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're, we're not competitive. I mean, we all want to do our job to the best of our abilities, but I am just so excited. And, you know, Julie, you're a great example. And there's so many more women, even at sports, not about Carolyn Cameron, who was covering the Rangers series and in that first run and Tara Sloan and Jen Botterill and Cassie Campbell-Pastel and Addison Leah Hextall, like, there are Emily so many, Kaplan, Emily is sleep on Emily, man. Absolutely. Job, hard worker. And so for, for you, Julie, too, to use your platform on drinks with banks to be able to profile so many of these women. I mean, that's just another example of how many other young women are going to watch these and go, wow. Okay. That is something that I can dream of, you know, something that literally or I didn't really have. So not only to get there, but to use the platform to help others. And, uh, no, I'm just so excited. Of, I mean, we can still go farther, but man, have, we've come a long way, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube page for clips and full episodes. Follow us at Fubo Sports on all social media channels. Also available in podcast form wherever you find your favorite pods. We've had an awesome time drinking and banking. Can you tell us where we can find you next? 
Yeah. Uh, first of all, the best place, follow me on all social media, Instagram, especially in Twitter, at Linda Cohn. That's C-O-H-N. Very simple. It's my name. And then um, in the crease, great hockey highlight show on ESPN+. Plus. After all the games are done each and every night, you can see it anytime, stream it. And of course, the In the Crease podcast I do uh, with Emily Kaplan. Uh, get that, download that wherever you get your podcasts. And for me on social media, both Twitter and Instagram, I'm at SN Chris Simpson. And during the rest of the playoffs, I'll be doing interviews here and there, where, wherever we can catch them. Um, my segment on Sportsnet, though, is The Big Picture with Chris Simpson. Looking forward to having another season coming back in the fall. And yes, we, we created it because all we could do were Zoom interviews. We're hoping to actually get back out on the road a little bit more next season as well. But The Big Picture with Chris Simpson on Sportsnet. Looking forward to another season of that. And guys, we know where, you know, where to find everyone. And until next time, bottoms up, bitches. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.